0: Put the defense and walk in. Nice move. Another nice move. Oh, he oh, scores. Oh, what a goal. Oh, it doesn't get any better than this. Oh, Rick oh, Nash, oh. how do you do? Oh, oh, baby. My goodness gracious. Holy moly. Nash's third point of the night. Wow. Second goal of the evening. Shit, that's the best goal I've seen Rick Nash score. his correct. Upside, outside, outside on, on the defenseman again, and then Holt, and nothing left. Wow. Unreal. How about just Rick Nash's crossing up Keith Ballard? Just absolutely ruining his life, um, really. Hockey dude's back. Obviously, it's the big daddy day. Uh... Rick Nash is going into the rafters tonight and let's talk about it. We got to talk about last night's game first. So I'll get into that very quickly. Kings win in overtime four to three. First period Kings controlled the game pretty much the entire period was pretty happy during the second period. He came out of the first period zero zero. And then the second period, obviously jackets set a club record. They scored three goals in 46 seconds. Line A got it started, of course, because why, w- why wouldn't why would he score? Uh, Shibota had a good tweet. Now time for your regularly scheduled Line A goal. That's just what he sees. He's a goal a game right now. He's a goal a game right now. It's, it's, it's nuts. I can't believe it. It's a ton of fun. Let's keep it going. Bjorky got another goal. He's getting hot. I think that's, is that three goals in the last four games? Just ripping that off the top of my head uh and then you're up 3-1 right at the end of the second period things are looking pretty pretty nice third period you just let the kings ship away at you couldn't get that goal really to get more momentum and to seal it a little bit more elvis kept the jackets in it he had some major saves throughout the whole night uh, you know i'm going to be completely honest though we got halfway through the third period i was watching on my phone because I can't watch it on my TV because God forbid Bally Sports had an app for LG that I could just, you know, throw it up on the TV. I got to watch it on my phone. An app that works, I should say. But we got halfway through the third period. I was watching on my phone while the wife had it. She had relatively famous on the TV. It's this new, like, reality TV show. It's pretty good. Check it out. Uh, She pauses it, looks at me. Halfway through the third period, by the way. games Games three to two. She says... I feel like you don't feel like, I feel like you don't like hanging out with me, end quote. So, you know, all right. I flip the phone over. We unpack that thought. (laughs) Just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I married you. Like, why are you coming from the clouds with this? I don't feel like you feel like hanging out with me. We unpack that for 20 minutes. Me being a manly man, of course, you know, I put the phone down. I'm like, I want to make direct eye contact with you make sure you know i'm being serious about this and we actually walked away from the conversation and 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 i had a a pretty rare w in the conversation it was qu- it was quite surprising i mean i had to do some certain things I had to pull some certain tricks but i mean i spoke but sp- mostly just spoke my mind and i came out with a a, a rare w and um you know, basically it all, it all, bo- the reason why I got the W, not that anybody cares, was because we were going to go see a movie that night, but she took a little bit longer of a time coming from a, uh, now that I'm saying it, it shouldn't have been a W coming from a volunteer event that she was at, but kind of overlapped into our daytime. We were, we were late to the movie, so we just didn't go, which actually wasn't the biggest deal for me. Cause I was like, okay, we're going to get to what I'm going to, you know, just go home and watch the jackets game. So it, it didn't. It didn't matter to me that much that we missed out on the date. I was excited to watch the Jackets game, sit on the couch, pop into relatively famous every time we were in a commercial break, and just be dialed into this coach team. Uh, I win the argument after a 20-minute fight. uh, I look down, you know, didn't look at the score at all. Midway through third, 20 minutes passes by. I look down at the phone, and I'm just seeing white jerseys just celebrating. and Disappointed. But my first thought is always this: Jackets got a point. The Jackets got a point, point. and I know somewhere in there there was uh, an issue with an offsides. Jackets have gotten shredded by the offsides this year, going under the hood. It's just been one of those years. Uh, in a rare form, the Jackets lost. And over the Jackets have done well in overtime recently. Uh, I think it all starts with winning that faceoff. I didn't see it, so I, and I don't care to watch it. To be completely honest, Just let the game be dead. Let's focus on tonight. It's a big daddy game. We're putting 61 in the rafters first. Not going to be said, not the first retired. Well, yeah, the first retired number. I was going to say the first person to be put up in the rafters, but we obviously have the late John H McConnell and the late, uh, Matisse Kivlenix Lennox up there right now. So now we're putting Rick Nash up there. Guy who played for this team for eight, nine years was drafted by this team. I'm excited about this one. I really am. I really am excited about this one. But I'm a ball-don't-lie kind of guy, right? I'm a, I'm a ball-don't-lie kind of guy. Let's see if it's meant to be. The ceremony will be awesome. Of course, a video will be even better. And the speech from him will be the best. I can't—the I, speech will be great, I'm sure. This will actually be the best pre-game ceremony thing the Jackets have ever done, right? Like, this is—I mean, they haven't done a lot of these things, but— This is going to just be really cool. The Jackets have never had something like this. Rick Nash was back a couple years ago after retiring from hockey. He was on the Bruins at the time he retired. He came back, and he dropped the puck in a game against the Rangers and Jackets. That was pretty much it. He just dropped the puck. I don't think there was any, like, super special recognition. It was just... Center ice, Rick Nash is back. He's retired. Congratulations. Drops a puck. So this isn't this isn't the first time it'll be like back at Nationwide Arena in front of the crowd or anything like that. Um that game, I remember something very specific about that game. What is it? Oh yeah. It was uh that that game, Leo went out to do the anthem, and Tommy, who was working in team production, didn't give him his mic. So the fans had to sing the national anthem. From scra- you know without the mic we just we just sang it because leo decided i'm not gonna go out there with my mic and he you know he orchestrated the national anthem it was okay it was decent it was like six and a half out of ten honestly i think we could have done better we could have all harmonized a little better but the crowd sang the national anthem so that was a cool way to start the game i think the jackets might have won that game too i mean i think it was like 5-3 or something but that that put aside um so, and it was an awesome environment for that game, having him back, so I can't imagine what it will be like tonight. But ball does not lie. You have to win the game. You have to win the game. Um, and I think if you win the game, it honestly will settle some questions for me. Because these are questions that we can't, we just, we just can't answer. And the first one is, you know, did we accept him back too early? There's no right or wrong answer to that, right? I mean, he—we all know—he demanded a trade from this franchise as the captain of this team. Went and played for the New York Rangers, dirty, dirty New York Rangers. It was dirty, dirty rival. That you know, scumbag New York Rangers. What the other question is: Would he? Would he be here? Would he be willing to come back and spend his time around the Blue Jackets if he wouldn't have met his wife here? I like to personally think. Listen. This is a tough one to get into because you know I think I'd like to think Rick Nash is a guy that could have found a a a wife pretty much any part of this world right six tall guy handsome looking guy rich uh I'm sure he's got a great personality I've never met him face to face so I wouldn't know but he you know he met his wife here in Columbus I don't know her name either excuse me should I should know the Nash family. Maybe I'll get to know them tonight. Maybe she'll also be up at the podium speaking a little bit. That would be that would be a little interesting to hear. And you know, he's you know, she's from Columbus though. He's, he's you know, I don't know if he met her just out in the town at Bullwinkles or something. That'd be kind of funny. I don't know if she went to Ohio State. I don't know if she's actually from here. I don't know anything about it. I don't know, I just don't know. Um, but yeah. These are just would he still be here? Or what, you know, Rothman was asking me this question yesterday, and he had him on his show, Rick Nash. He had Rick Nash on his show. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to an interview, but I will prior to the game. That'll be my way of warming up. But, you know, he grew up a Leafs fan. He grew up a Leafs fan. He's from Canada. Anthony's like, why didn't he go back? Why didn't he go back to Canada? Like, what? what? You know, that's another question that just is it a result of Blue Jackets fans' insecurity, right? We have some insecurities here as uh, Blue Jackets fans, as my as my guy Phil Razor has a podcast called Small Market Insecurities. It's a small market insecurity, right? There's no, there's no other way to put it. But you win this game, Just you, this is a big emotional game, not just from the fact that we're hanging 61 in the rafters. It's also the fact that we're desperately trying to chase this team. Uh, Boston, by the way, I'm pretty sure Boston's 0-2. 0-1. Oh, oh Actually, 0-1. Oh Let's make them 0-2. Oh They're 0-1 oh on the year in Jersey retirement games. I remember because I bet on I bet on Boston on Willie O'Ree retirement night. No, no. I bet on Carolina. They played Carolina during Willie O'Ree retirement, retirement night, like the jersey. Not, not him retiring. He's been retired from hockey for a long time. They put his name up in the rafters for the Boston Bruins. First African-American to play in the NHL. And I had bet the Canes because I didn't know they were doing Willie O'Ree retirement night. And I was worried. I remember I was worried sick. Like, oh, my God, my bet's going to get smoked. They're they're retiring the first African-American hockey player's jersey. This is horrible. I'm going to get smoked. And then, no, Carolina came out and and smoked Boston, which, you know, say what you want. Bad luck to lose the game that badly on Willie O'Ree retirement night. Uh, and they have a chance to return the favor to the Jackets, who are retiring to Jersey um, for their best player in franchise history. Statistically speaking. My personal thoughts on Rick Nash, though, are this. We're, you know, There were a lot of nights where he was playing in Columbus where he was the best player on the ice um, for both teams. He might have been the best player in that 2008 series against the Red Wings, so obviously I know they had Datsuk, uh, Zetterberg, Lindstrom. I know they, I know they, he probably wasn't, but it felt like it because the guy was, you know, just carrying the team. He carried him to the playoffs that year in that 08 year, him and Steve Mason. He was the coolest, he has the coolest goal in Blue Jackets history. I just played the clip to start the show. Coolest goal in Blue Jackets history. Probably the coolest goal in maybe in NHL history, the way he just absolutely just dipsy dude, Keith Ballard. I mean, it was so good that Jeff Rimmer is forever a favorite announcer of mine. It's one of my favorite calls of all time. A nice move. Another nice move. He has no idea what he's doing. He's just making nice moves. It's just, it, and he's he's making moves quicker than Jeff Rimmer can even say it's a nice move. Uh, yeah, no, he's awesome Uh, for that. He's the first Blue Jacket to ever grace the cover of a video game. He was on NHL 2K8 or 2K9 or whatever it was. It was one of the 2K games back when the NHL was still making 2K games. That was pretty cool. You don't don't see that. We do not even had an Ohio State athlete on the cover of a video game. So at least not a current Ohio State athlete. So that was pretty cool to see Columbus represented on a major platform like that. He made an uncool number cool. Sixty one's not a cool number. He made it cool. It is a cool number now because he made it. He made it cool. And that's why it's sixty one night, you know? Um Big body guy, had really quick hands in tight places on the ice. I mean, like I said, tall guy, six foot four. And yeah, it's silky mitts. It actually reminds me a lot of a guy that we have right now, Patrick Line, who's six foot five and has nice silky mitts and tight spaces on the ice and can rip and can rip a shot from anywhere. It stunk, it stunk that he requested a trade, though. It stunk that Rick Nash requested a trade. And maybe that's why it took us a few years. After retirement, to let things cool off a little bit, but he's back in Columbus now. I just think he's the right guy to be the first name retired into the rafters, Though I really do think he's the right guy, and I think him living in Columbus certainly has helped. That him being around the club and being in the media, that may have progressed things a little bit quicker for how fast you know we we put in his name up there. But you know, it's just the right thing to do. You know, he's he's a, he's a blue jacket for life. He was, he he was Mister Blue Jacket. He really was, um. And Bob will be the second guy to put in the rafters. Sergey Bobrovsky will be the second guy. That's another battle for another time. Um, I just think Blue Jacket fans do take it seriously when they put a jersey in the rafters. And that's, and that's good. I appreciate that. We're not just going to be a team that just puts any single player who ever played for us. You know, you, you got to show long term commitment over years. And you got to have, you got to perform the best um, uh, or amongst the best in the league at your position. And Bobrovsky winning two Veznas, not a lot of goalies have done that. Uh, I think it's like less than 10 maybe that have won multiple Veznas. So that's pretty special. Once he retired, and he left on a way less sour note than what Rick Nash left. Sergey Bobrovsky left because he just was chasing a bag, to be completely honest. And so, yes, his number will go in the Raptors next. That'll be a fight for another time. Um, So, right now, let's just enjoy this one. He's earned, he's earned, Rick Nash has earned the banner. He has not earned statue status. Let me be clear. That's that I don't want to see any Rick Nash statues. Going up. That's some that's a tough status to gain. I don't want to see statues of a lot of guys. There's not one blue jacket or one blue jacket that I can even project to have a statue one day. That's the next level. You almost certainly need to play in Columbus for like 10 years and probably win a Stanley Cup to gain that status. Um and maybe maybe he does. Maybe he does. Maybe he becomes GM of the coats when Yarmo's when Yarmo is done. One day, and maybe he guides his team to a Stanley Cup. Then maybe you can give old Nasher boy a statue. That 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 would be cool. But he's got some work to do, right? He's got like a, basically a whole another second career ahead of him. So, um, that's the ultimate of ultimates for me personally. That being said, let's gang bang the Bruins tonight. Let's get after it. Bruins are a team who. Are coming in hot. They really are. They they played solid. They had a good Western Coast trip. I, I West Coast trip, I should say. I think they got six points in eight games. It's a good look for them. But um, yeah, let's jump on them. Let's get after them. All right, that's all I have to say. I have to actually go work on another show right now. It's a busy Saturday here in Columbus. You got the Ohio State men's hockey game, Ohio State women's basketball, uh, crew highest our blue, a blue jackets. just, it's a crazy, it's a, it's a crazy day. And we're about to go on air here in another hour and 10 minutes on the fan. So I, I just need to square some things out. need to do my job as a producer. You know, I'm not getting paid. I'm not getting paid to do this boys. I mean, I'm not getting, excuse me. I'm not getting the, um, the positive reviews that I need. You know what I'm saying, boys? Maybe if I got some more positive reviews, I could deliver some a little bit better, um, Content, if you will, all right, but nonetheless, let's get out of here um I'm gonna make a prediction on the score six one coats, not seven one coats, six one coats. I'll let you guess the reason why all right, love you guys, and um yeah, tell your dog, Rick Nash night, let's go tell your dog, speaking of which also before I get out of here, how many dogs out there are pro- are named Nash because of this guy in columbus i'd like I'd like to get a number on that. it's got to be more than a hundred. I bet there's more than a hundred. Nashers out there dog wise just because of this guy. All right. Uh peace out. Tell your dog.